Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Let's go, Rita. Let's go to our next guest. We've got Victoria Coates, who is a former deputy national security advisor under President Trump. And Victoria, you know, we're talking about security issues, major issues. Before we move on to Iran, your thoughts about just how dangerous it is at the southern border right now. Look at what's going on in New York and around the country. Oh, Rita, John, it's good to be with you. This is such a, a just a gaping national security vulnerability for the United States. And it's fascinating to watch people like your fine mayor Adams, you know, going after somebody like Governor Abbott in Texas, who's been contending with this problem now for whatever it's been, 33 months of the Biden administration with Texas, for example, just swamped with these migrants. They're they're doing things like, you know, forcing uh, mayors and local officials to remove the water barrier on the Rio Grande, and then also saying they're going to try to implement, it doesn't sound lawful for me, but some kind of rule that migrant families have to stay in Texas, that they're not allowed, you know, once they get into Texas, the Texas authorities aren't allowed to let them leave. And and by the way, Victoria, they won't do the remain in Mexico, but they're pushing for remain in Texas. Remain in Texas, 100%. And it's just, you know, this is so dangerous. We don't know who these people are. They're, I mean, we just had this guy close to where I live in Pennsylvania who was an illegal up from Brazil. He came through Puerto Rico. This is a whole nother uh, sort of immigration vulnerability we have coming through the island because they don't have, you know, ICE support, the proper support. And we've, we've hosted at Heritage delegations from Puerto Rico saying, help us, help us fix this. We don't want to be you know, the conduit for bad, you know, bad individuals to get into the United States illegally. We've got to get after this. Victoria, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. You're absolutely right. They talk about the southern border. They talk about the northern border. But nobody's paying pay attention to the breakdown of the Monroe Doctrine in terms of our national security or the fact that Puerto Rico is a conduit to get them into the states. No, and, and Judge, I just also say everybody was looking at, uh, Chairman Kim in Moscow today with Putin. The other interesting visit that took place is Nick Madero, uh, Madero the, uh, the, I mean, we may as well just call him the communist dictator of Venezuela, is in Beijing meeting with Xi today. And that's in our backyard. That's in our hemisphere. And, you know, th- we are taking absolutely no care of this. You'll be shocked to learn the vice president, who's supposed to be in charge of these issues, has not done anything to consolidate our position in the Western Hemisphere and keep our enemies out. Victoria, uh, people want to know, the American people want to know what the heck is going on in New Mexico. I understand uh, the uh, governor has made an edict. Uh, Tell tell the American people what's going on. This this is also just unspeakably outrageous. And I might take a slightly different angle on this. This is the governor of New Mexico banning uh, carrying a firearm in Albuquerque on the grounds that there's been a rash of 
of gun violence in the capital of New Mexico, or not, I'm sorry, Santa Fe is the capital, but one of the largest uh, cities in, in New Mexico. And, you know, being from Philadelphia, and I certainly sympathize with, with these acts of gun violence, but I don't see how this kind of ban on law-abiding, rightful gun owners is going to help you with criminals who have illegally uh, acquired guns committing crimes. And, and now the attorney rich, general yeah. is going after her, too? They're both oh, Democrats? Yeah, Democrats are going after her. I mean, this is such an unbelievable power grab. And it's it's what has been, I think, encouraged by the Biden administration and the kind of emergency powers they invoked during COVID, that now these governors think they can do this. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. And this attorney general has told his governor, you didn't consult with me, and you want me to uh, enforce this against any challenges, and I'm not going to do it because you acted unconstitutionally. Good for him. Well, and, and think, at the same time, we are hearing from the Biden administration that the gun charge against Hunter Biden, uh, which is that he, as a crack-smoking you know, criminal, lied on his application to have a gun, we hear, oh, this is not a very big deal. He only had it for a week. It was never loaded. So, oh, it's fine for somebody like Hunter Biden to commit a crime in terms of fraudulently getting a gun. And by the grace of God, that thing wasn't discharged in some kind of accidental situation that could have taken a life. But yet the law-abiding citizens of New Mexico, oh, they can't possibly be trusted with guns. And, uh, Victoria, before we let you go, I want to ask you about Iran because everybody's talking about this deal, uh, the secret deal for $6 billion. The president, the leader of Iran just came out a little bit ago and said, we can do whatever we want with the money. On September 11th. Yeah, on September 11th. Ugh. I mean, to give on, on that that very solemn and sacred anniversary, and I know you, you all are New Yorkers, and they also, of course, flew a plane into my state of Pennsylvania and to the Pentagon where my former boss. Don Rumsfeld was that day, so you know, it's a little hard not to take this personally, that they'd give $6 million to the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism on that day. And I'm just over from, from the Congress where I was testifying at the first House Oversight Subcommittee meeting on Iran that we've had uh, in the Biden administration. And it's why it's so important to have that majority in Congress. And we could at least start asking questions. Okay, you swap five, five Iranians for five Americans. Why do they get $6 billion on top of it? It's crazy. It's crazy. I remember, I remember the pallets full of hundred dollar bills going into the 747s. No, it wasn't hundred dollar bills because they, that President Obama wanted to get around the law. It was pounds. It was Swiss. uh, Yeah, it was the European uh, money. Right. Yeah. Because he needed Congress's permission to do dollars. So instead of doing dollars, they they conned Congress and and and, and did it with uh, uh, pounds, euros, and uh, whatever. Yeah, know. and in the middle of the Swiss. night too. And remember, John, they didn't admit to it. I mean, Somebody it, saw it, it later. This, you know, our country is going to hell. And the other the other key thing there, John, is that broke down to a little more than four hundred thousand per hostage in the pallets of cash yeah. instance. This was one point two billion. Yeah. This is the biggest ransom. No, this is stupid. This uh, is stupid. They, they, you know, now. if they need money, they're going to go out and take another hostage. Victoria Coates, thank you so much, and God thank bless you, you and thank you for everything you do for our country. 